0: Once upon a time in adequately advanced magic. To get to business, the reason I invited both of you to talk today was about my business idea. It's about Taco Stand, where we sell tacos at the gestures to Cayenne for money at the gestures to Ellen. And I know both of you excel at certain aspects of that. So, like... I figured we could all get together and, you know, we would come together and make a taco stand, you know?
1: Ella, give us your three-part plan to making this business.
2: Let's see. We have to create an entity. There's a lot of other things we need to do. We will open a company bank account. That's really important. And... I guess the third thing we should definitely do is get a permit. We'll have to go to the government agency in charge of business entities.
3: (laughs) Okay, we go now. Yes, get the get entity, then make tacos. Excellent. This is going to go so well. This is great. We are already great business partners. The three of you arrive outside the
1: district admin building.
2: Welcome to Falcons Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic.
1: Steve, Kyan, and Ella, the three of you arrive outside the District Admin Building. Ahead of you, you see a repurposed church with modern facilities built on top of the older portion of the building. There's a pretty decent number of people around. Even outside, there's a bit of a small line. Other than that, it seems like business as usual.
2: What do we decide was the first thing we needed to do? Carl an entity?
0: Yeah... I think we needed to you know create the business.
3: Okay, so we have business, yes? Yep. And they have business in here. Yeah. Alright, let's go get to business. Alright, guess we uh stand in line.
2: Should we go stand in the in the line for businesses? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Riveting dungeons and dragons (laughs) gameplay. There's nothing I love more than uh, than, uh, standing in line. Let's do it. We gotta stand in line so we can take a number after that. Oh, yes, very clever system they got going on over here.
1: The three of you get into line.
2: I mean, how long is this line?
1: (laughs) Conveniently, there's a sign that says 10 minutes from here.
2: Great. So. What was the name that we decided on for our business?
3: Well, uh, I remember suggesting uh, magic is taco-nology, but uh, I think we went with "Dago Taco.
2: Dago Taco, got it.
3: Jace. And uh, Austin was the mascot. Yes, he's very cute. People want to eat taco because of him. A couple of minutes later, the three of you reached the front of the line. Ahead of you, you
1: see a receptionist's desk, behind which is sitting a dwarvish lady with an extremely tight ponytail and horned glasses. As you approach her desk,
3: she says, What can I help you with today? Uh, we are here for business. Yes, you have business. We want business. Can we have business, please? Okay, take a number. Uh seven. She points to a magical
1: number dispensing <laughs> machine.
2: I suppose I'd I'd take the number from the machine.
1: Yeah, you take the number and it says 3043.
2: So, what number are they on now? (laughs) Can I look around and see? (laughs) They got a screen somewhere that says what number they're currently on?
1: Yeah, do a perception check.
2: Uh, seven.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you see a little Illusion Magitek screen and it says, now serving customer. 203. Oh, dear God. You also see that there's a surprisingly large of security here. There's a variety of security automata, varying from drones to bipedal machines. They appear to just be standing guard.
3: Yeah, it seems like a lot of uh, trouble for uh, getting a business.
2: Can I think about why that might be? <laughs>
1: why there's a bunch of security?
2: Yeah. Because, I don't know, is that unusual for this part of town, or...? How about
1: you do a wisdom check?
2: Uh, three.
1: (laughs) You have no idea. Cool. You're just like, wow, there's a lot of... This is cool.
3: (laughs) You wonder how they managed to fit those into the budget.
2: (laughs) Wow, there's a lot of guards here, I say to my friends.
3: You know what? You're right. Uh, Now that I look at it, uh, there are quite a lot of guards. Uh, Thank you, Ella. (laughs) The the Steve C of uh they are you said they were guards
0: or are they like officers like off duty or what exactly are they? They're like robotic guards. Okay, so they're like not part of the police force. Yeah. Is Steve familiar with these robotic guards?
1: Yeah, you've seen them before. They're usually there to do basic corporate
0: security. Mm. Does it seem to Steve that there's a much higher number than normal?
1: How about you also do a wisdom check? Wisdom.
0: That's a natural one. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Steve is currently messing around with like a small like, it's a homunculus. It's like a little doll-looking thing that he's like, Magitek's wires are like going everywhere on it. He's kind of fiddling with it, so he doesn't really
3: catch what's going on. Uh, Ella. Yes. Uh, uh, you uh, you said you were uh, good with the number and wizardy stuff, right? Yeah, hey. I'm
2: decent, I guess.
3: Yeah, I'm sure you're great. Uh, can you make the number on that we have match the number over there? I point at the number on the screen.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I have something I can try.
3: Oh, you are amazing. You are brilliant.
2: So, I don't know. Would Distort Value work on this? Because... It says it can increase the worth of the object, but I don't know if that means, like, if it would increase the numbers on the paper.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you were to try to sell it or position in line, it would be worth more if it was the next one to be called.
3: This is above my head. You just do what your financial wizardry tells you to do, and uh, I'd be here to make taco.
2: Might as well try it.
3: Oh, what
0: we could do is try to trade with the the person who's next in line, and you make our numbers seem more
2: valuable. Yeah, let's do that.
3: I could also help by just being, like, looming over everybody. Just intimidate your way to the front? Yeah, just be like, it's a good deal, yes? You want to buy it, yes? On the intercom a voice
1: goes, now serving customer 204. In the corner of the waiting room, you see a burly looking orc get up and start heading towards the entrance into the back area.
0: Uh, you think that's him? The next person in line?
2: Kind of looks like he's walking there in that direction.
0: Should we go talk to him before he gets to the destination?
2: Yeah, let me just cast this spell real quick.
0: <laughs> kinda, just kind of like stand in the way so no one really sees, you know, Ella casting the spell.
3: Oh, that is very, very smart, Steve. Yes, I will do. So I do that. Yeah, we body block. All right. Go ahead and describe what the spell
1: does for us.
2: So I can distort the value of an object no more than one foot on a side, doubling the object's perceived value by adding flourishes or polish to it, or reducing its perceived value with the help of illusory scratches, dents, and other unsightly features. So obviously I'm going to try to double the object's perceived value. And- Can you make-
3: can you make it say something like buy one business, get one free? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I could just, I could just write that on the paper.
3: Two, two businesses for the price of one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that even makes sense. This We're going to find out. This is just a number that's on the sheet.
3: <laughs> but it could be written in like gold or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you pull out the Magitek and you cast the spell on your little sheet of numbered paper. Does, does it look any different from before?
0: What if, like, it had VIP and it was, like, golden?
2: Yeah, we could make it shiny. Try to dress it up a bit.
3: Yes, I like it.
2: Yes, I'll just make it gold. <laughs> <laughs> the sheet of paper is now just gold. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you could create some, gold, then why are we. Yeah, somehow <laughs> <laughs> some,
1: I feel like that doesn't exactly double the value of the sheet of paper. <laughs>
3: like, quintuples it or centuples
1: it. It's this fake gold paint, but it looks Wait, it, really good. It only
0: lasts for how long?
2: It w- lasts for eight hours.
0: Yeah, so we just need it to last long enough to convince this guy. See, it, it's worth more because it's gold, but it is worth less because it's like so much further down the, the line. So it and evens out to be double the value
2: <laughs> yeah let's go with that
0: so should we go talk to him this at cur- this point
1: he's like he's been like awkwardly shuffling in front of like the row of benches like whenever you have to like get into your airline seat oh. he's been doing that for like the past like five minutes to try and get out at the row of, of seats that he, he was uh, sitting in
0: so awkward you gotta choose like do like you crotch forward or butt butt forward like yeah yeah Tough choice.
1: But he, he he finally pops out of the row of benches.
0: Uh, Cayenne, you wanna, like, intercept him, you know?
3: Like. Alright. I, like, trudge over there and go to stand in front of him. We follow. Yeah, and I'm like, eh, uh, good Mr. Orcman. Eh, uh, you look like uh, someone who is uh, very smart. And who knows how a good value when he sees one. He actually
1: does look pretty smart. He's wearing a business suit and a giant great axe on his back.
3: Th- that, the great axe really accentuates his smartness. Yep. Uh, he says, can I help you with something? Uh, yes, we, uh, notice you have a, uh, a ticket that says, uh, 204... But we have something that we can offer in exchange that is better than 204. I point at Ella with Ella's ticket that is very shiny gold.
2: I hold out the sheet of gold paper.
3: (laughs) Dude, roll for him. He looks at it for a second
1: and he's like, okay, it's a gold sheet of paper. Yes,
3: it is because we are the lucky customer number... uh, Three thousand forty-three. We get special VIP paper. Yes, it gives us two businesses for a price of one. But uh, look at us—we have no need for two businesses. Uh, but you look smart; like you might need two businesses. So uh, we thought, why not make uh, a deal? Eh? Is good. Yes. I'm not here for business. Uh, two of whatever you are here for is what I meant to say. <laughs>
0: it's going great. It's going great.
3: All right, Cayenne, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. How persuasive is Cayenne going to be? How, how persuasive are you on what you say on average? Ah, uh, decent. I have a plus three, so we're going to see how it goes. It's a
1: twelve. He looks positively offended by the offer you've made him. Wow. Okay. He says, Do you
0: know how long I've been waiting here? Eh. Uh... Actually. How how long have you been waiting for? We wanna get it, like an estimate? It's been three days.
3: Oh, oh. god. Should we do plan B? Uh, yes. What is the plan B, Steve? Oh yeah, that's where you intimidate him, you know. Oh. Oh. But he's got an axe,
0: so I don't know.
2: I have one more idea.
0: <laughs> Go for it.
2: <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I'm ready for this. (laughs) So I can cast, and I don't know if this (laughs) would would work, uh, but I could try a minor illusion and change the wording on the sheet of paper to say 204 and half off whatever you're here for.
3: (laughs) I like it, yes. This is perfect foolproof. I love it, Jace.
2: Or 205, sorry, t- we won.
3: Yeah, we could just go
0: after this guy because this guy's like already suspicious, and just like the next people that go up, we're like, ours is a real one, and theirs is fake.
3: Oh, Steve, you're so brilliant. This is why. This is why I, I always say to everybody who asks Steve is smartest, smartest, whatever you are in all of Falcon's Reach. I'm a man.
1: Yes. You guys discussed this in front of the organ. He's just like, "Okay, can I go now?"
0: Yes, sir. Thank you for your assistance. Okay, great.
1: He brushes past Cayenne.
0: Okay, so like, you can change ours to look like the next one in line, and then we'll just go up and like argue
3: that there's this fake. Oh, uh, this cannot go wrong. I'm very excited.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna wait until two o five is called to cast it, cause I get approximately one minute <laughs> with that illusion.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I have you know if, what we can do is I ha- I can do something kind of similar, and so maybe I'll do it to ours, cause it lasts like indefinitely, and then you can do it to theirs and just make it look <sighs> like like they like they they changed it, you know, like the, it was two thousand fifty, and
3: they like tried to like scrub over the zero
2: brilliant oh, so I'm sure smart. they will not notice this at all
3: oh, so smart and handsome always all uh, right let me see the ticket I'll do my stuff so Steve
0: grabs it and then he like pulls out like a set of like tools that he used to like tinker with Magitek and he like has like a minor illusion Magitek that's like halfway disassembled and he connects it to the thing and then it turns to say 205 because he saw the 204 one the guy had so he made us look like just thermal to that and he removes all the tools that he used and like okay okay it should like stay like that for until like forever awesome wow a pretty decent number of minutes later
1: the intercom goes now serving customer
0: 205
2: uh I make a beeline for the front
0: Steve loudly says
3: oh my god that's us finally we have been waiting for three days and I stop over (laughs) <laughs> the, uh,
1: the three of you see an ancient-looking halfling grandma get out of her seat. <laughs> and with her cane, <laughs> she very, very slowly starts heading towards the entrance.
2: This reminds me of in Majora's Mask, Legend of Zelda, when you decide to stay in the inn and take the place of the Goron who has the same name as you. <laughs>
3: Oh, and <laughs> he just has to sleep outside and you're like yes.
2: And you get the room and he's <laughs> yeah. like sleeping outside and he's so nice.
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's and like, like polite fine. about it. I know. It's fine. Like like you would not be super pissed off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh I must have double booked, I'm so sorry. Like, oh it's, that's okay. It's an honest mistake. <laughs> yeah, so we're about to do that to this little half-wing grandma. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
0: I it's picture fine. her like half size because she's shrunken with H. We can give <laughs> her we can <laughs> give her
3: half off of a- uh <laughs> she's she's a, a tiny creature at this point.
0: Oh jeez. Okay, well, we've committed to this.
3: We could make it up by giving her half off the tacos later. If she lives that long. Who knows how long it'll take
0: us to get this business going?
2: I hope oh, she's man. not here to do anything like really important. <laughs>
0: She's just getting her will, like, certified. Oh, no.
2: Oh, no.
3: The doctors say I only have one day left. This
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is bad, guys. We shouldn't give
3: Joey
0: good ideas like this. This (laughs) is bad.
2: (laughs) This is bad, guys. Should we just wait for the next one? Like, I feel really bad about this one. We already changed it to 205, didn't we?
3: Yes, you'll be fine. (sighs) We, We go, we go.
2: Okay. Okay. I don't know. Okay.
3: Welcome to the world of capitalism, (laughs) Ella.
2: Oh, I feel really bad about this.
3: Crush the competition beneath your heel. Uh, We rush to get to the the person
0: taking the tickets. Yeah. We get our negative karma
3: points.
1: (laughs) The three of you rush over to the person taking the tickets. He extends his hand out to take your ticket.
0: We hand it over.
1: Yep. He takes it. He's not paid enough to care, and he lets the three of you go in.
0: How far away is the old lady?
1: She's traveled about, like, one foot per three minutes. (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay, I have the little homunculus on me, and it's like a little doll. It's like a foot tall, and it's in the shape of of an angel. So it's got wings, but it's all made out of uh, wood. And uh, I kind of set it on the floor, and I kind of, like walks over towards where the lady is, kind of like hiding beto- behind people's like like in their legs. And when it gets to her, how far away is she? From you guys? Yeah. We'll say thirty feet. Okay. I have it like touch her leg and I I use my assimer ability to kill her for three points. I thought you just said kill her. Yeah, I thought you said kill. (laughs) No.
3: I
2: also heard that. I was just like, Roy,
3: why are we like, why are we we twisting the knife into this old lady?
2: (laughs) It heals
0: her. It heals her for three points of HP,
3: of aged damage. Yeah, you hear her her go, oh. I have three days (laughs) left now. (laughs) <laughs>
0: does, she, does she does she does she look better? Does she look ill before? Uh, she didn't look particularly ill. She just, just old, elderly. Yeah. Uh, does she have any like <laughs> from what I can tell? Does it look like she's had like hip replacement surgery or, <laughs> or any other like
1: prosthetics? Okay, go ahead and do a medicine check. Okay, I'll do that.
0: Let's really hone in on
1: this old lady. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's gonna be an eighteen. Yeah, she might have had a hip replaced or two. All right, all right. The the homunculus kind of, like, does a little flap of its wings and, like, touches her hip and casts Mending on the the hip replacement to make sure it's still good.
2: Wait, did you just roll an 18 to see if she had hip replacements? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) But when...
2: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) When you rolled for the... uh wisdom check to see like why there's so many guards here <laughs> you've got to now one all right
0: yeah 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 i was distracted okay i was playing with the funkos I was so i could do this <laughs> so i just cast uh mending like on her hip <laughs> it's like this will make up for
3: this right yeah
0: she'll uh, she'll make it to, to she gets her number called again i guess Hopefully.
2: This is really the best that D&D has to offer, I think, right
0: here. <laughs> and then I have the phone can just, like, catch
3: back up to me, and I pick them it, back up. It, it's all these comedy bits that...
0: <laughs> I don't know how comedic this is, it's just kind of sad this for a lady. Maybe <laughs> she's
3: here to start a crime syndicate, and she needs official permission to do that. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know her story. We'll find out next time
0: when we come back <laughs> for some reason.
3: She's still in line. Maybe she's going to be the, like, owner of our competitor establishment. You know, maybe oh, this is a no. good thing for us. Okay.
2: However you need to justify it to yourself.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. We, we proceed forward at this point. early at least Steve does. Yeah. <laughs>
3: we the did
1: three good... of you leave the old lady in your dust.
3: <laughs> we did a good thing today.
2: <laughs> I feel really bad right now.
3: I'm just like, the ends justify the means, no? Yes? I don't know. I'm bad. I'm a bad person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> From general knowledge, you know that you need to go to the office of the district administrator.
2: Mm, excellent. We'll find our way there, I guess. Follow the hallway signs.
0: Yeah, there's a conveniently located directory.
2: Ah, uh, love those.
0: Wait, so now that we're inside, they just kind of let you have free reign of the place? Yeah. We
2: could have just. There's <laughs> still,
0: there's still like a
1: pretty decent number of these security robots.
2: Mm. Okay. I guess if we're in front of the directory, I'll look at it to see where we go.
0: Yeah, it's just down the hallway.
2: Okay, I go down the hallway. This way, guys.
0: Okay. Steve doesn't know if he wants to give up on this old lady. He goes with the group.
1: The three of you roll up to the office of the district administrator, which is different from the district manager, if you would recall from episode 10 or something
2: so wait what's the difference
1: (laughs) (laughs) the main difference being that the district administrator is more of a government entity whereas the district manager is more of a corporate entity and the district manager sits higher both figuratively and literally above the district administrator
2: and in this world corporations are more powerful than the government yep got it
1: that could be us one day
2: Well, that could be a good thing and a bad thing (laughs) for us.
1: The three of you head into the office of the district administrator. You see a tall man wearing suspenders over a white shirt and dark brown slacks. He has these hulking huge muscles, some brown hair, and a well-trimmed beard. And he's also carrying a battle axe.
2: Why is everyone so weaponized here? (laughs) Ella thinks to herself.
1: <laughs> Nearby, you see a nervous, youngish half-elf woman in a pretty nice business suit, and also a small male goblin wearing business casual. The goblin appears to be working on a glass case, inside of which sits numerous axes.
3: This is a weird time to mention this, but... Uh, no, actually, it's not a weird time to mention this. Cayenne um, also has a great axe on him at all times. Nice. So I feel like he fits in pretty well here. Eh uh, where is, uh, the, uh, business person? The man with the axe says, Hello. Yes, uh, it is nice axe you have there. I also have a nice axe. Uh, nice to meet you. I am, uh, Kyan. Ah, how I help you today. I'm Wolftread, son of Ulftread, district administrator. It is a uh, very strong name.
2: We're looking to start a business. Would you be able to help with that?
3: Ah, yes. You here
1: to register, name? Yeah. And LLC?
2: Yes, we would love to choose the LLC entity classification. Thank you.
1: His eyes glance over to Steve, and there's a bit of a look of surprise, and he says,
0: Steve! <coughs> that you? <laughs> Steve! Hey, hey Wolf Tret. How are you? Steve! How, how's it hanging? It good. It good. You doing okay? I'm doing radical, man. You know, just getting the business going and then gonna make some tacos. That good, that good. You very sad after breakup. Uh, sh- uh, uh, uh you just, yeah, uh, uh...
1: Very, very sad. Wiltred comes over and gives you a friendly slap on the shoulder that sends you flying across the room.
0: Ah! Uh, th- thanks, thanks, Wolf-Tret. You know, you, you've always been a friend.
3: Haha, ha, he he cry every day. Cayenne legitimately assumes that they're talking about the breakup with Cayenne, and not the one with Ella, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, we're, I'm all good now. You know, things move on, and you gotta move on with them.
2: Does Ella uh-huh. pick up any of this?
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty much right in your face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, I'm just like shifting from foot to foot, pretty awkwardly right now.
1: <laughs> so is Caius. The 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 half elf woman is also shifting around nervously.
2: We're just all very awkward right now.
0: Well, we've tried. I know you're busy, so yeah, we just came mostly for the business thing.
1: Ah, uh, okay. I get you set up. Cool. Come with me. Also, Gina, come with me too. Uh, he signals to the nervous half-elf woman. Does Steve know Gina? Uh, no. You deduce that Gina is a unpaid intern. Steve looks
0: on with sympathetic eyes.
1: <laughs> the goblin, meanwhile, continues to work on the apparent glass axe case. Woodfred signals for everybody to follow him, and he heads back out into the hallway. As the three of you follow him, he explains to. He gives a cursory explanation to Gina on how to register businesses, and Gina just sort of nervously follows along. Following Woodfred, you guys head out into the yard, actually, of the District Abden building, and he leads you towards a set of heavy double doors that apparently lead to a basement.
2: Okay, so Ella's gonna <laughs> ask, uh, where are you leading us?
1: We go to underground basement annex. Okay. <laughs> Records kept here. Don't want to have same business name.
3: Makes sense to Cayenne. Yes, yeah, Steve is happily following along.
1: Wolf Tread continues to chat with Steve. How is puppy, Steve?
0: You know, he's chewing up the storm... He he he's just learned how to not shit in the house, so that's nice. He's getting big. He's gonna be the mascot, you know, for the business. Cause he's cute and all. Haha. Ha. Seemed
1: like you like him more than last ex boyfriend.
2: My hey. eyes my eyebrows go up.
3: Kyan gets like a little bit closer to Steve and his stomps get louder. Yeah, Austin's great. It's a good, good pup. Kyan, like, backs away a little bit now. (laughs) He's satisfied.
1: The three of you continue down the hallway, which is actually quite long. And every now and then you see Wolfshred sort of flash like a badge at various security automata that line the hallway. You see in a big sign that says that this is like a secure area.
3: Eh, so is this where we get our business? I think so.
0: Are we nearly there, Wolfshred? Yeah, we here. Cool. Just
1: as he's about to open a door, there's like the um it's like the intercom paging sound. Do 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 do. And the intercom goes, paging Wolftread, son of Ulftread, please return to your office to deal with a glass case related incident. Wolfred's face turns red, and it looks like he's about to go into a barbarian rage.
0: Wolftread, what what does that mean?
1: Wolfred think Alonzo in trouble. Alonzo? Alonzo, other unpaid intern.
3: Well, I don't uh, want to be oh. Alonzo right now.
1: Wolf Tread, be back in a bit. Gina can help you register business.
0: Okay, thank you Wolf Tread. He stomps off at great speed.
3: He really needs to work on uh, controlling anger, you know? That's just not healthy.
0: Uh you know, Wolf Tread's always kinda of been like that.
3: Uh, how do you know uh, Tread of Wolf?
0: Oh, Wolf Tread? Uh, I knew him for years now. We were
3: college roommates. Oh, that is delightful. He seems like a wonderful guy. Yeah, he's cool. Just like you, Steve. you you also a wonderful guy. And handsome. Don't get him angry, though. Okay. <laughs> hey, business time, yes?
2: I would hate it if that guy was my boss.
3: Oh that's, no thank you no I don't need uh, that kind of stress in my life managing own business like this this is the way to go
2: yeah I thought working with a bunch of high elves and high finance would be s- sort of the pinnacle of a stressful work environment but I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like the race that's the race now it's a high finance elves <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah this is our homebrew uh, elf race <laughs>
2: Like, not only do they just think they're superior, superior to everyone, but <laughs> they also work with numbers that you possibly couldn't understand because they <laughs> know them and you don't.
3: Racial traits are a hundred, like plus 50% to net worth. <laughs> Advantage on all arbitrage. <laughs>
1: Gina fumbles with the door a little bit. It seems like she's really nervous.
3: Everything
0: okay, Gina? She says,
1: "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got this." She opens the door, leading you into the business registration office.
2: I feel like I've seen so many offices here.
1: It's like a big maze. Yes,
2: it really is.
1: Inside the office, the three of you see a dingy office with a coca-bolo
3: desk. Mm. <laughs> such a, such a good wood.
1: <laughs> like every time. Behind the coca desk are just rows and rows of records of business names. For some of the uh, recording devices, you see some really ancient-looking tomes, but also more modern just stacks of paper. In the corner, you also see a mop, several heavy cardboard boxes, and some white paint. Gina sits at the desk and pulls out a form for the three of you to fill out. This is what I was waiting for. Yep, Gina says, uh, So, what what is your company name going to be?
2: Doggo's Tacos.
0: Doggo's Tacos.
2: And we wanted to file an entity... LLC for it.
1: Oh, so you're going to make tacos for dogs?
3: Ooh, we could do that.
2: Uh, no, it's, uh, actually our mascot is a dog, but, like, doggo is a cute way to say dog. So we thought that it sounded nice. Doggo's tacos.
1: Wait, are you you guys making dog tacos? (laughs) She has a look of horror
0: on her face. No. No, it's...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ella's just like, what? (laughs) It's like
3: a metaphor...
2: Yeah, it's like it's his tacos.
3: Uh, he's sharing the tacos with the with the world. We could write a uh, like a dissertation for you if you want on the uh, on this. Oh, so 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 the uh, the dog is making the tacos.
2: No, oh my god. No,
3: I am making the tacos. But the fantasy in uh, people's brains as they eat the tacos will be that the doggo made the tacos. Oh, you're not. In- you're not a dog? I don't think so. I, 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 last time I checked, uh, I don't think so, but uh, let me check. And I look behind myself and I'm like, no, no tail, not doggo.
2: So can we just check if the business exists?
3: Uh, oh, yeah. I, I can go do that.
2: Thank you. I was like, looking around like, what conversation did we just have?
3: Uh, under my breath. I'm just like this fucking girl. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that has to be like, said in Nandor's accent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> These fucking guy.
0: <laughs> Wolfred's always talking about how bad his interns are and I always thought he was exaggerating, but maybe not.
2: Clearly not. Wow, I don't know if how he gets anything done.
3: I mean, I don't know uh, where uh, you know what kind of person would want to uh in the first place, in turn for governments, but uh, I guess the well must run pretty dry.
2: Well, I'm sure it's got great benefits.
3: E- it May. does not.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no 401k, fantasy 401k.
1: <laughs> no fantasy pensions.
2: No uh, fantasy uh, health insurance.
1: <laughs> there is fantasy health insurance, actually.
2: But it's like the uh, bronze HMO. <laughs>
3: Yeah, if you if you get the highest tier, you just get like a clone of yourself. Actually, I do want to clarify that in real life, I think it's great to work for government and to serve and, and to be public service. <laughs> I'm specifically talking about uh, <laughs> about Falcons Reach. Yes,
2: this is specifically about the fantasy government.
0: <laughs> I guess we wait for Gina.
1: Yeah, Gina comes back a couple of minutes later, having rifled through some of the records, and she says, uh, "Yeah, so um, the uh, Doggo's tacos isn't taken."
2: Yes! Awesome!
3: Well, this is best day of my life. Excellent. It's meant to be. Well, second best day. Day I met Steve is first best day. So what do we need to do to claim it? Oh, you
1: just need to fill out this form and pay ten gold.
0: Okay. Well, here's the gold.
2: I take the form, start Mm -hmm. filling it out.
0: Steve hands over ten of the golds.
3: I stand there and look pretty.
1: Yeah, the form requires you to appoint a registered
2: agent. Are you guys okay if I appoint myself a registered agent? Or do you want to handle all of the business uh, mail and forms? and mm,
0: that's fine. I mean, can you put down, like, multiple people?
2: Well, this form only lists one.
0: Oh, okay, that's fine.
2: I mean, it's up to you, Steve. This was your brainchild.
0: Yeah, well, you were always better
3: at that kind of thing.
2: That's what I thought. She just goes ahead and starts (laughs) filling it out.
3: Uh, Well, my opinion is that uh, you you know what to do.
2: (laughs) She winks at him.
3: He winks back.
1: (laughs) And if you're doing this in real life, remember to comply with state employer obligations and pay your taxes
3: and fees for your LLC.
2: That's a good disclaimer, Joey.
3: (laughs) Don't swindle any old ladies on your way to register your business.
2: Yeah, maybe don't start on that. Wrong foot.
3: <laughs> Don't be like the jackasses and adequately advanced magic. Be a good person. Gina takes the form and, and she says,
1: um, uh, Yeah, that, that, that should be good. You guys are now the, the owners of Doggo's Tacos?
0: Do you not know?
1: No, I just started here.
0: Oh, uh, I was going to ask if you knew where we had to go to get the permits to operate a food-related business in the city.
1: Oh, that 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 actually do you know. You have to go to the district manager.
2: <gasps> dun, <gasps> dun 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 <gasps> uh. <gasps> uh. <laughs> Ella like gasps audibly.
1: But before you do that, I'd recommend that you uh, open a company account. At the bank. Yeah, it'll be really important to pay off
0: uh for, for paying people.
2: Yeah, we don't wanna mix our personal expenses with our business expenses.
0: Yeah, if if we, you know, I gotta pay off anybody.
3: Should be a business expense.
2: Yeah, so the 10 gold that you paid earlier, we should log as a business expense.
3: This is all very educational and I am learning so much. (laughs) Yeah, I have it written down right here.
2: Awesome. Yeah, as soon as we open up that account, we can just put in some of our money and whatever we're able to get as a loan or from investors and keep track of what we're individually contributing to the business.
0: Yeah. Gina, you've been helpful today. Uh, is there anything else that we need to do here or are we good to go?
1: Uh, no, I I think that's it.
0: Wow. I'm going to tell Wolf Tread you were like super helpful. Oh, wow. That, that means a lot to me. Uh, he, he might not even fire you and see if Tuck turns to walk away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this has been amazing, Gina. You are best. I go now.
2: I pat her on the shoulder. I say, thank you. Don't listen to him.
1: The three of you begin to head out of the office, and Gina says, oh, wait, uh, I, I have to escort you back, otherwise the, the, the security automata will. And as she says that, one of the smaller drone-like ones, Dragonfly in shape, flutters up to the party. And a voice emanates from it that says, please present security identification.
0: Steve freezes and doesn't move. He doesn't say anything. Eh, hey, what?
1: Uh, Gina says, oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I got that right here. And then she fumbles around a little bit.
0: Steve, like, says on but his... Gina! <laughs> you were so close to not getting fired.
1: The little dragonfly drone starts to do a scan of all four of you guys. And then a little magic ray gun pops out from underneath it. Uh-oh. Gina sort of does the uh, the slow turn around to you guys. Gina. And she says, uh, I, I I, think I forgot my badge in the office. Wolf Trent's office.
2: Well, what are we supposed Ste- to do?
0: Steve just like slowly closes his eyes.
1: <laughs> the little dragonfly drone. The voice now says, intruders detected. Use of lethal force authorized.
3: Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> the little dragonfly drone hovers there for a moment and it can't decide who to shoot. So there's a split second of whatever you guys want to do.
0: Does Steve believe that the drone will shoot? Does it, does it look like it's going to shoot? Actually, yeah. Ask. With
1: your with your previous experience with these kinds of security drones, you're pretty sure it's going to start blasting.
0: Okay. Where is everybody and the drone in relation to each other?
1: Everybody is just sort of standing in the hallway right now.
0: Uh, are there any other drones in the area?
1: Yeah, you take a look around, and there's some drones further down the hallway.
0: Do they also have, like, glowing red eyes, like they're aggro?
1: The ones that are the next closest do, but the ones farther down the hallway have not.
0: So there's the Mosquito dragonfly one, and then two other ones, and then two other ones further?
1: About every 60 feet, you see that there's two of these little drones just fluttering
0: around. Oh. So the one right next to us is a pair? Yeah, I didn't say that, but yeah. Okay. Well... Steve, like, slowly looks at the rest of
3: the group. What do do we do?
2: What are we supposed to do in circumstances like this? Oh, God.
3: Everyone's behind me. I won't let them hurt you.
2: I hide behind Cayenne.
1: All right. How about we all go ahead and roll for initiative? Okay.
2: All righty.
3: It's going to be a 13 for Steve. Also a 13 for Cayenne.
2: I got nine.
1: Ooh, big oof time freezes for a moment, and the first drone takes aim, and it shoots at Cayenne. It rolls a 12. That does not hit. Yep. Just as the little dragonfly drone opens fire, you somehow duck out of the way. The The hallway is actually pretty small. It's about 10 feet tall, so you're like sort of getting close to the, uh, the ceiling. And you see that from here to the entrance is about 240 feet. And that every 60 feet or so, there's two of these little dragonfly drones. The other drone, which is accompanying this one, is going to open fire at Steve, and rolls a 14.
0: Steve uses his reaction to throw out in front of him a piece of Magitek that turns into a shield, so he casts a shield spell. So it gives me a plus 5 to AC, which means he misses.
1: Yeah. With your police training, Steve, you throw down this shield Magitek out of instinct, and the little ray bounces off and hits into the ceiling. And it's now your turn.
0: Rustling in his bag, Steve pulls out a large Magitek contraption. And by large, I mean it's like like beach ball size. He throws it on the ground in front of him and tosses the little homunculus angel he has at the contraption. And as it lands, its feet stick into it, and it starts unfolding in a Magitek magical, like, metal, like a transformer, basically. And it takes the shape of, um, like a five-foot cannon with spider legs. With so five can move. five-foot cannon? It's like, it's a small cannon. So, it's tiny or small, and I chose to make it small. <laughs> so that was the action. And as a bonus action, how far away is the two drones? They're right in front of you. Okay. Then, the front of the cannon turns, like, oranges red, as a 15 foot cone of flame shoots out the front. And so both creatures have to make a dexterity saving throw. The first one rolls a 13, second one rolls a 3. The 13 passes, the 3 fails. So uh, they take half damage on the successful save, and they take 2d8 fire damage. 13 fire damage and half damage on the other one. The first one explodes and it goes as the flames gush up. Uh, the cannon is targetable and has HP. All right. That's it for my turn.
3: Kayen, it's your turn. So, seeing them, seeing these drones try to attack Steve, Kayen just gets super angry. His blood boils and he's like, You will not attack my friends. And he goes into a rage, grr, roar. His fucking muscles start bulging, you know starts frothing at the mouth because he's just so fucking angry and he pulls out his great axe and just swipes like I don't know why I did the Arnold thing but he's like (laughs) at uh at the one in front of him he's just so mad man they're right in front of us right or the 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 one is right in front of us right yep that's a nat one so that's not you can you completely whiff it I'm so mad I can't fucking figure out what I'm doing you
1: swing your axe so hard it slams into the door you just came out of and it flies off its hinges back into the office. Oops! And now it's Ella's turn.
2: So I did a wonderful thing this morning when I prepared my spells that would be very useful when running a business and not so useful when in a <laughs> battle.
1: <laughs> it's good. Just lower the value of the drone and the <laughs> other drones will make
3: fun of it. <laughs>
2: Like I could just talk to the drone or I could skywrite a message for the drone to read.
3: Do you have any cantrips that are offensive?
2: I have ray of frost, so. <laughs> That's uh, that about,
3: about to get real frosty in here.
2: Okay, I pull out the ray of frost magitek. It's blue and white. It looks super cool.
3: Ooh.
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh. <laughs>
1: You're actually keeping it for freezing your sandwiches slash tacos. <laughs>
2: really useful because we don't have ice. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use that on the the drone. I am so ready for this. I rolled a nat 20. Fuck yes.
3: Nice.
0: Wow.
2: Okay. <laughs> Put together, I got a 7. <laughs> Apparently couldn't roll well on the damage.
1: It's okay because the drone explodes.
2: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I blast it with my ray of frost magic and a blue white beam shoots out and, and hits the drone and it just freezes into this complete icicle and then it cracks and completely shatters apart.
1: Yep, it makes a loud crashing noise as it hits the floor. Meanwhile, Gina hides behind you, Ella.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're just in a line, Kyan and then Ella and then Gina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> two drones from farther down the hallway, uh, from behind you guys, actually, they fly 40 feet and they open fire. Oh no. The first one tries to hit Ella. No! And it rolls a 7. The second one is going to try and hit Gina and it rolls a 10. Gina just happens to have the ability to, like, duck and both shots fly into the sides of the hallway. From in front of you guys, another two drones they start flying towards you. And in fact, for the people looking down the hallway towards the exit, you see now that a couple of drones have been destroyed, you see all of them turning on.
3: (laughs) Ruh-roh.
2: No.
1: In sequence.
2: Make it stop. Why is it guilty until proven innocent? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of lawless society are we living in?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The two drones that were in front of you fly 40 feet, and they're also going to open fire. The first one's going to try and shoot at Steve, No. And it rolls a 10. It misses. The second one's going to try and shoot at Cayenne, and it rolls a 17. That hits. A blast of radiant damage hits you in the face, giving you a light sunburn. It does
3: three damage. It does two damage because of barbarian anger. All right, and it's back to Steve. Steve. How far away are the drones
1: from in front? They're now 20 feet from you.
0: All right, I order uh, Bob. Bob is the name of my little homunculus to uh, move forward five feet and blast them. So uh, I'm like, Bob, like totally set those drones on fire. Okay, thanks. And so as my bonus action, I order the the cannon. And so it, it walks five feet forward, and then it shoots them with the flame. So they have to make a dexterity saving throw.
1: The first one rolls a 13, Second one rolls a 19.
0: So they both pass, so they take half damage. Uh, 2d8. Half of 6, so they both take 3 fire damage. And for my action, Steve will uh, pull a crossbow out and take a shot at one of the drones. So it's a 16 to hit. That hits. He does 8 piercing damage. The first one explodes. And then he... Try to like, he crouches down behind the cannon. He goes, he goes prone. He goes prone. Behind the <laughs> cannon.
3: So tactical. Yeah, that's it. All right, Cayenne, it's your turn. All right, this time, this time it's gonna work. Cayenne, you know, charges at the nearest drone, leaps up in the air, and brings his axe down on it. Okay, that's a 22. That hits. Yeah, time for mucho damages. Ah, max damage. That'll be 18. Yeah, it explodes. Just jumps up and slices cleanly through it, and then it explodes behind him, and he's too cool to look at the explosion. (laughs) All right, Anastasia.
2: I assume she just goes after the one that's nearest to her.
1: Yeah, there are two of them behind you, about 20 feet away.
2: Okay, if there are some behind me, I'm going to shoot at those. I guess I can only target one. Yeah, I get... A 22. That is. Awesome. Let's see, I can't add anything to that, can I? <laughs> I just rolled a three. It's great. It's pretty good. Cold damage. And then its speed is reduced by 10 feet.
1: <laughs> Your ray of frost shoots out. Pew, pew. And it blasts one of the drones behind you. It gets a little bit chilled. <laughs> and the wings like start having trouble keeping the, the little drone in flight.
2: But it's mostly okay.
1: It does not explode. Dang it. <clears throat> Gina, meanwhile, switches her hiding position to in front of you.
2: Ella, <laughs> I just think to myself, this woman is the most useless creature I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna do anything? I ask her.
1: She says, "Uh, yeah, I, um, I yeah, I don't know." <sighs> the two drones from uh, that you are facing, Ella, they fly towards you and they start a blasting. No. <laughs> The first one aims at you and it rolls a nat 20.
2: Why? No! (laughs) No! We already established in the beginning session that my HP, not great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's 12 damage.
2: Oh, God. Okay. I feel really bad. I am bleeding uh, from my ears. No, not your ears. I'm still standing, but I, I don't look good. Imminent organ failure. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the other one is going to fly up a little bit and it's going to try and blast at the back of Cayenne. It rolls a 14.
3: That ties my AC, so it hits. It does five
1: damage. Meanwhile, the drones in front of you are still getting their shit in order. You hear some buzzing from in front, and it seems like they're getting into formation of some sort. From behind you, in the direction of Ella, you hear a loud buzzing noise. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> this can only be bad.
0: <laughs> and it's back to Steve. Steve.
2: Steve.
0: There's still one dragonfly close by, right? Cayenne blasted that one. Okay, so they're both dead. that's yep. set. Okay, yep. and the next set are like pretty far away.
1: Yeah, it looks like they're about 120 feet away.
0: Okay, I order the I order Bob to advance and fire at will. So he moves 15 feet down the hallway in his cannon. Meanwhile, Steve hearing Ella in distress goes to the rear and does he see her all all fucked up? Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm bleeding out of my ears.
0: He he pulls (laughs) out some magitek and he's like, no, 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 this one. And he holds it to her and it's a um, cure wounds that he casts. He heals Ella for 11 HP. Excellent. Wow.
2: She is feeling almost Back to normal.
1: Okay, but how do you feel about that personally?
2: <laughs> like emotionally? Yep. Yeah, uh, Ella feels like a little a little warm tingle in her in her belly. <laughs> I guess <laughs> she's like
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> of all the ways to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know. We just are so happy that someone saw you in pain and helped you. I'm sure that's exactly what happens in that instance. I have <laughs> personally not been in that situation of like near mortal death and having an ex come <laughs> come help me out, but you know.
1: I, I can't believe you said a weird tinkle. She said warm. She
2: said warm a tingle.
1: Warm <laughs> tingle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> tingle not tinkle. what are you saying?
1: <laughs> it it sounded like tinkle.
2: No, no, it's a warm <laughs> tingle. Like a...
0: That's only marginally better
2: than yeah, what I
1: was. Yeah, that doesn't really
0: <laughs> make it any better, actually.
1: It's
2: a... Fe- okay, hold up. Tingle is a thing. It's a feeling right. that you get inside your body yeah. when you feel like little sparks inside of you. You're like, oh. No, you're,
0: it's, you're completely right. It is a totally a thing. Uh, like, It's just the funny way you said it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I said all it. Right. I'm not taking it <laughs> yeah, back.
1: All right. Yeah. Moving on. Cayenne, <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> That's right. We're still in a battle. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody everybody drops everything to talk about this tingle.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait. Like, let's like consult what this really means though. Like what Steve and Ella's relationship is.
0: <laughs> she had a she had her Ella tingle.
2: She's feeling a lot of feelings right now. Friend feelings though, not romantic feelings.
3: Just want to be clear about that.
2: Just want to like be very clear about that because apparently she's led him on in the past. So. Anyway, none of this is being said out loud because we don't have time.
0: <laughs> there, there, was, there was like a lingering glance between the two, and then all of that was communicated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where she was like, "But we're still friends."
3: <laughs> Anyways, which, dr- uh, how close am I to the drone that shot Ella? Uh, probably about twenty feet. All right.
0: Uh, I, uh so, I, sorry, but then in my turn, I did go prone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay. Well, Ella is Kyan's friend, too. And Kyan just won't let that fly. So Kyan rushes up and, like, bashes his axe into the side of the drone that harmed Ella so grievously. Like, no! Not friend Ella! No! Oh, that is a nat 20. Nice. Nice. This thing is gonna explode so hard. Yes. Uh, okay, maybe not that hard. Uh, 16 damage. Yeah, it explodes. And Kayan just like, Ah! Screams. I should have made Cirrus a barbarian. I think that is a much better tank. That would have been a much funnier police officer. Yes. All right, retcon. <laughs> All
1: right. And it's back to Ella.
2: Well, Ella's feeling a lot better, both physically and emotionally. She's going to target the security drone that Cayenne attacked.
1: Well, that one exploded. Oh, There's another one, though.
2: Just still have the one behind her, because there were two.
1: There's just the one.
2: Yeah, she goes after the other one. Pew Pew! She gets a 13. That hits. Yay! She four, she does four cold damage.
1: It explodes!
2: Ah, yay! Ha ha! Take that, stupid drone! Ella shouts.
1: Right on! Gina, meanwhile, is like, oh yeah, good job. You're the best.
3: (laughs) Hee hee.
2: Oh my god.
1: A fucking
3: useless.
2: (laughs) She's like, you got us into this mess.
3: Um. Yeah. Sorry. (sighs) Oh. Okay. That's fine.
2: Apologizing just makes her more annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Like it would be better if she didn't even try to apologize.
1: (laughs) Ella and Cayenne, from the direction that you're looking down, which is not the direction of the exit, you see one red light turn on and then another no and then another no no and then another and another and another
2: no 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 no
1: from the darkness of the hallway about 120 feet down you see numerous little red lights turn on in the darkness <sighs> hey, I am so mad but maybe we retreat the buzzing of wings that sound intensifies
2: I grab Gina by the lapels, assuming that she has lapels. Yeah. Where can we go?
1: In the front, you see that there's only about six lights, and they've oriented themselves into a tactical shooting position. But they are also about 120 feet away. So we're currently surrounded? Yeah.
2: So wait, was Does it, it look- behind or in front of us where there were a ton? Uh,
3: behind you guys is where there's a ton. Great. And I knocked the door to the other other room off its hinges, correct? Yes. Uh, Sad. So we need to run?
2: We need to run.
3: Jace. All right, Steve, it's your turn. Steve
0: sees the horde of constructs behind us. He turns to Ella and says, Uh, I think we need to run the other way. Keep up. And then he stands up using half his movement and then moves 15 feet down the hallway. And he orders Bob to continue advancing forward. And for his action, he will shoot at the constructs at the end of the hallway in front of him. How far away? You said 120 feet? Yeah. Okay. So 120 feet means he is in the out of direct range of the crossbow. So he does disadvantage, I think, is what it is. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 12 to hit. A 12 hits. Nice. He does three piercing damage with the crossbow.
1: And how far are you down the hallway from where you started?
0: Mm, Wherever Ella was, I'm 15 feet further down. The cannon now is 30 feet further than wherever Kayan was.
3: All right, Kayan. So I'll move 30 feet in the same direction that Steve just moved. Okay. I will, as my action, I will throw a javelin. I'll attempt to throw a javelin at one of the drones. Okay, it's about 90 feet away. I could reach it. Although, I think I have disadvantage if I do that, but I will do it anyway. Okay, well, does a
1: six hit? A six does not hit. Oh well. You pull out your taco shish kebab and you try to chuck it at one of the drones and it just harmlessly flops onto the floor.
3: Some good flavor, Joey, I wish I thought of that. All right, Ella.
2: Ella's not in range of the drone, so she's just gonna run forward. 30 feet? Well, it says my walking speed is 25.
1: 25 feet? Short little gnomish legs.
2: My little legs.
0: They go pitter patter, pitter patter.
1: <laughs> yeah, you end up where Cayenne is, and also where Bob, the cannon. Is
2: Bob and up. his cannon.
1: Bob and his cannon.
2: Cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anything's in range, right? Because we said the other Jones were ninety feet away. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No.
1: Gina remains glued to you, Ella.
2: <sighs> Useless.
0: I like how Gina, the the was you elf or half elf? Half elf. Half elf is like twice the height, trying to hide behind Ella.
1: Yeah, you're just like trying to move forward, and she's just attached herself to you.
2: Gina, why can't you do anything? Just do something.
1: I I I.
2: Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Ella is just like Arya. Uh, no, I did not come here today for this. Just one of the. Start a business.
1: <laughs> the droning from behind you intensifies, and the multiple red lights move forward. Meanwhile, the ones in front of you also move up forty feet, and there's six of them, and they start blasting. And it's like volley fire, basically. Two of them are going to try and hit Cayenne. The first one is a unnatural twenty.
3: Ouch. Second
1: one is an eight. One of those hits. It does five damage. Ouch. Two of them are gonna try and shoot at Bob and his cannon. The first one is another unnatural 20. That hits. Oof. And the second one is a 22.
0: Oof. That hits.
1: Does three plus six, so nine damage.
0: Okay, I'll record it down.
1: And another two are gonna try and shoot Ella. First one is a seven. Second one is an eight.
2: No, not today.
1: Yeah, there's just like a crazy volley of radiant fire. And it hits Cayenne and Bob. There's a little bit of sizzling. Cayenne's fine. All right.
0: It's back to Steve. Steve! Steve. Steve orders Bob to advance 15 more feet. Does that bring them within 15 feet of the things? Mm, Not quite. They're still like 30
1: feet away. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, Bob's just advancing. For his action, Steve will attack the group in front. What does crossbow. It's a non-natural 20 to hit. That hits. Does six piercing damage. One of the drones explodes. And he moves 30 feet further down and tries to take cover behind Bob's cannon.
3: Yep, Cayenne. Okay, so we moved towards the ones in front of us and then they moved towards us. So how far away am I from them now? They're still about, like about 45. Dang it. All right, well, I'll move up 30 feet and I'll throw a hand ax at them. <laughs> hand ax.
1: I think you mean a taco cleaver.
3: Taco, yes, a taco cleaver. It's not a great throw though. And only get a seven. A seven misses. Your taco cleaver flies into the ceiling. Uh, oops, oh no. Oh, I make a big mess. All right, Ella's turn.
2: All right, so they're uh, like fifty feet away. Did yeah. I math that right?
3: I
1: think that's correct.
2: Okay, cool. So now I can shoot them with my, my thingy, <laughs> which is the scientific term.
3: Taste my thingy. <laughs> shoot them with your tinkle.
2: <laughs> Tingle! Oh my!
3: <laughs> oh my god!
2: Do the others move up too? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I'll move. I'll move up my like piddly 25 feet and use my Ray of Frost magic tag and I get an 18. That hits. Sweet. And three cold damage, pew pew.
1: One of the drones explodes, Ah, there's only four left.
2: Just four more.
1: (laughs) Uh, Gina continues to crawl behind you, Ella being completely useless.
2: The worst.
1: She's just like, "I, I just wanted some college credit.
2: Why don't you have any skills that would be useful in this situation? I
1: have no answer to that. (laughs) The buzzing from behind you guys intensifies even more, and you see the red eyes approaching you. Meanwhile, the four in front, they open fire. First attack is against Cayenne. They roll an unnatural 20. The six damage. Oof! Second one against Ella. They roll a 10.
2: Not today.
1: (laughs) And the last one is going to shoot, or uh, two of them are going to shoot at Bob. First one is a 7. Second one is also 7. They both miss. They they hit the cannon,
0: but there seems to be no effect. All right, it's so back to Steve. Steve. Steve orders Bob to advance 15 more feet. How far away is Bob from the drones in front?
1: Okay, so I have the drones pegged at 140 feet from the entrance. And I have Cayenne ella and bob 30 feet away so 170 from the entrance and i have steve at 185 from the entrance so i'm further back yeah i don't remember why but i i think you're further back
0: i'm further back than ella who's moving five feet slower every turn
1: <laughs> yeah i just rounded her up
2: <laughs> oh my god it's fine.
1: that's like the little bonus that gina gives is that she slightly <laughs> propels you forward
0: Okay, well, whose turn is it?
1: I think it was your turn, right? You are trying to move Bob up.
0: Okay, Bob moves 15 more feet forward.
1: Okay, Bob is at 155 from entrance.
0: And how far from the drone?
1: 15 feet from drones.
0: Okay, he fires on the drones. They all have to make dexterity saving throws.
1: What, what's the range on the cone? It's a 15-foot cone. So I'll say you, you hit, like, the the front two.
0: Okay.
1: There's only four left, so it does the first one rolls a nat 20 so 22. Mm. Second one rolls an 18
0: okay so they both take half damage they take 6 fire damage half that so 3 fire damage Yeah. for Steve will move his full 30 feet ahead and his action will be to fire a crossbow bolt at them as okay, well so
1: you're standing next to Bob now cool
0: and that's a 9 to hit a nine does not hit. Crossbow goes wild, and that's it for his turn.
3: All right, Cayenne, you know it. I'm gonna run up there and hit it with my great axe. Do it. All right, it's a clear path so that we can escape. Uh, does an eleven hit? Eleven does not hit. Wow, Cayenne really is failing super hard. You run up and you whiff it. I
1: just whiff it so hard. Yeah, it flutters. The one you were aiming for just flutters out of the way of your axe.
3: <laughs> like, it, whiff it good. It gets me angrier. Ah! All right, Ella.
2: So Ella moves forward and shoots again the Ray of Frost magic tech.
1: How far do you move forward?
2: As much as the others.
1: Okay. You're pretty, you're about like five feet away from the drones, we'll say.
2: Oh, as long as I can still make a ranged attack. Yep. Okay. Nat one <laughs>
0: Freaking Gina.
1: Yeah, just Uh-oh. as you're about to shoot, Gina like pulls on your arm for some reason and it, you just like almost hit... Cayenne in the shin. Ah! <laughs> Your toes get cold, Cayenne.
3: Ouchies! Ouchies!
1: Gina is crying now. She's just like, I, I, I just wanted to get a good job.
3: You want to work for us?
2: No, can't. No. <laughs> She's too useless. Shut that down immediately. No. <laughs> What's the hourly rate?
3: We don't know yet. For free. Sounds good.
2: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Dang it, these are unpaid interns? Well, that explains a lot.
1: The drones in front of you open fire. The first two shoot at Cayenne. First one is a seven. Second one is a 14. That hits. It does five damage. Two of the drones are going to shoot at Ella. First one is a 23. Second one is a 21. Both hit. First one is four. Second one is five.
2: All right, she's she's still alive. Good. Like, not a lot of life, but she's still alive. Oh no. She's okay. She just probably shouldn't get hit again.
0: Now it's Steve's turn. Steve has Bob move his full 15 feet closer, so he's right in the face of the drones now, right? Yep. Alright, he unloads the full force of the flamethrower cannon onto all of the drones in range. Yep. Dexterity saving throws. First one is 10. Fail. 8. Fail. 21. Pass. Seventeen, pass. So two pass, two fails. They take ten fire damage for the ones that failed, and five for the ones that passed. All four of them explode. So Bob is working the controls to walk the flamethrower cannon up. He like has a little targeting ready cool that's in front of him. He like lines it up center of mass of the swarm, and he pushes down the red buttons, and the flame shoots out. For a full six seconds roasting all the dragonflies. Yeah, they turn all crispy. Nice. And then uh, Steve runs up to Bob and is like, okay, Bob, time to go. And grabs him out of the, the seat and his Ella there. Yep. She like dying again.
1: Yeah, she looks like she's fucked
0: up. <laughs> like, Ella, you need to stop you need to stop doing this.
2: Sorry, I'm just I'm not prepared for battle
0: oh god okay here i got one more of these and he rummages around pulls out one more cure wounds magic this is the last one i i have on me i didn't know you were gonna get injured so much
2: me neither i thought we were just gonna start a business
0: (laughs) uh he uses his action to cast cure wounds and oh no it does four hp of healing
2: all right well she's looking a little better
0: (laughs) So, Steve moves the rest of his 30 feet of movement further down the hallway carrying um, Pop with him. Yep.
1: Yeah. Alright, so we'll say we're out of combat right now. The three of you, uh, plus Gina, book it down the hallway. Meanwhile, there's a very angry swarm of dragonfly drones chasing after you.
0: We run!
3: Oh no!
2: Ah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, no not
0: good, not good. As we get like 60 feet away from the cannon, did the Dragonfly drones pass where the cannon is.
1: They take it like a couple of shots at it.
0: Okay. Well, if it doesn't die, it it shoots at them if they get within fifteen feet. <laughs> and then yeah. probably gets destroyed.
1: Yeah, we can we can see that it makes a final dramatic last stand.
0: Yeah. Bob as I'm running, Bob is looking back and he he's saluting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, Steve, do a dexterity saving throw. Oh god. Ten. You trip over your shoelaces. Oh no. And you crumple to a heap on the floor, you hit your shin on the ground.
3: Ow. Steve <laughs> Can I can I grab Steve? Can I save
1: Steve? Yeah, you can grab Steve. Go ahead and just do a simple strength check. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna say I'm still raged, which gives me advantage. I'm angry but also concerned. <laughs> so that will be a fifteen or a seventeen. Yeah. You're able to pick up Steve pretty easily. I'm like I got you, little man.
1: And everybody books it out of the hallway. As the group bursts out of the double doors, Gina turns around and fumbles around to close the door. And she pulls out a card, and there's a beeping noise, and then the door locks.
0: Gina, you hit the card the whole time? Steve says in his head.
1: Everybody go ahead and do a perception check.
0: Perception? It'll be a ten. It's a
1: seven.
3: Nine.
2: We're so bad at perception checks. <laughs> Cuz I'm not roguey.
1: Nobody hears this, but Gina says to herself, "Oh, uh, uh, oh that's where that was."
2: <laughs>
0: well, I guess that was completely unavoidable. Gina, like, how could you forget your card in the other room like we needed it?
1: Oh, um, uh, I don't know. It's like my third day here. Sorry.
0: Oh, man, I don't know what to tell you, Gina. This is definitely not going to be a four-star review. Well, I mean, they got all the security
1: after there was a break-in last month. A break-in, you said? Yeah, somebody stole something from the district manager's office. Oh.
3: Oh. Don't know who would be crazy enough to try something like that, but I sure wouldn't want to be having to deal with the security here, if you know what I mean. Steve flashbacks to a, a car chase he remembers with suspicious
0: individuals. Nah, uh, couldn't have been them.
1: Meanwhile, Gina's like, well, your your business is registered now.
0: That is what's really important here. Aren't those things just going to attack us as soon as we go anywhere else? You still don't have your card, right? Well, we're, we're outside
1: right now, so if you don't go inside back into the office, you can just leave, I guess.
0: Oh, uh, okay, I thought we were, like, inside of, like, a, a enclosed area. That was my misunderstanding.
2: I'm like huffing and bleeding, <laughs> dried blood all over me, and I'm just like, yeah. At least our business is registered, and I like give her a glare.
1: She looks guilty.
3: <laughs> I'm like, hey, mission successful. Let's uh, let's uh, celebrate. Yes, and I uh, I high five Ella.
2: She holds up her hand, but she's not feeling it.
3: <laughs> he high fives you really hard because he's so strong. Oh my. Ella goes flying. She's tiny. <laughs> oh,
2: no! Please don't do that to me!
3: <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I th- I'm so strong. It's like, it's it's like
1: should... the team rocket, like, blasting off again.
3: <laughs> I'm like...
1: A I'm little s- twinkle in the sky.
3: I'm sorry. These muscles. And I point at, like, my bulging biceps. They're so big, you know. I, it happens. Gina says,
1: uh, Well, I'm I, I'm just going to go back to the office.
0: Make sure you tell Wolfstred what happened.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, say bye for him, to him, for us. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Man, I didn't know, you know, that making a business is so hard.
2: Yeah, I definitely didn't know it would have this much bodily harm involved.
3: Yes, I thought, hey, I woke up thinking, you know, hey, I wake up. I make tacos, everybody happy. But you no, know, now there's dragonflies and having to swindle old women grandma out of out of life savings or whatever we did, you know. I, I feel dirty.
2: I had just forgotten about that.
0: <laughs> I'll never <laughs> I mean, if you think of it this way, like, if she had been there, those things would have killed her. So really, we're heroes. Sometimes, you know, things just work out. Steve, you're so wise. Well... The, you know, next thing we needed was the bank account or what?
3: Yes, we need I think... to
2: open a bank account and set up the, or obtain the permits.
3: Let's go to bank next, you know? I think uh, I think maybe we, we steer clear of a, a government office at least for, like, one more day.
2: Yeah, and, like, banks usually don't have murderous drones in them, right?
3: Yes, no, it's just completely safe. Steve says nothing.
2: We'll be a lot safer in a bank, I think.
3: Oh, definitely, for sure. Like, a hundred percent. Yeah? Just can't be the bank, you know, the you worked at, right, hey. Diane? I mean, if it's, like, the only one in the area, then yes, I guess we can go there. But uh, I did walk out in the middle of my shift the other day, so if we do go there, they probably won't be, like, uh, too thrilled. I mean, you could always, you know, like, disguise yourself. Oh, yes, that is brilliant. Maybe do an accent. Oh, eh, uh, okay. Eh, uh, how about this, uh, oh, hello, I am a Kayan Yes, that'll be perfect. It's so genius. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> okay, so we go to a bank now? Maybe
0: Tomorrow? Yeah, because I'm, you know, kind of tired. I I used a lot
3: of Magitek fixing up Ella there.
2: Yeah, I could use a good nap.
3: Hey, we own business now. That is cause for celebration. I make tacos tonight to, to celebrate. Yay! Yay. Cool.
0: Yeah, what do you guys do? We go home. We catnap. We taco. We sleep.
1: this is joe your adequately not magic dungeon master i hope everyone had an excellent thanksgiving if you're in the united states otherwise i hope you had a great week just a reminder feel free to reach out to us on instagram or twitter at aa magic pod to let us know how you feel about the podcast or if there's anything that you'd like to hear more of join us next week as Ella, kyan and steve open a bank account